everybody, and welcome to Comment Section, the Comic-Con 2018 special episode. This is part two of our discussion about two. this year's Comic-Con. Uh, if you want to catch that first part, go to episode 30. We're in the threes. Yes, we are in the 30s right 31. now. Uh, and this is Comment Section. Uh, the show where we talk about all things entertainment, but this time specifically Comic-Con. Yes. And we're going to continue talking about the, the things that The most exciting there. time of the, for this show. Absolutely. Um, so, let's get right into the uh, topics, if, if we don't mind. Comic-Con is uh, most well-known for being a, a, like, it's superheroes. Yes. We're talking about superheroes yes. here. So, um, why don't we just go right ahead and talk about uh, a superhero? Because yes. my next topic that I have uh, is um, that there was some, a bit of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984 footage shown at Comic-Con. Which we didn't get to see. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was surprised by that. Yeah, but there's descriptions of the footage. Have you read that? <laughs> I have not. Because I have. I, I didn't have... want to get jealous. You jerks! You jerks! Well, well I uh, I might read it here, so you might okay. want to plug your ears. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear. You don't exist. So um yeah, so they showed some uh, Wonder Woman 1984 footage. This uh, description from Collider actually. We just talked about that. Yes. But um, the brief clip. Opened in a mall where Diana leaps into action surrounded by uh, punchy neon 80s colors. A young girl is snacking on some mall concessions and sees her and lets out an oh my gosh. She's so busy looking at her hero that she doesn't see the two bad guys fully locked and loaded. Diana scoops up the kid and slides her across the floor to safety where she gently lands in the arms of a giant teddy bear and giggles. Um, <laughs> back, back to Wonder Woman, who gives uh, uh, the goons a uh, disapproving look and crushes their guns, one in each hand. She double lassos them and jumps over the mall balcony in a classic superhero exit. Just before the end of the footage, we got a peek at Wonder Woman charging full speed down a city street. Um, just booking it. So, uh, so they showed some action sequences, yes. essentially. Um, I could almost see it like... I, I could almost imagine, like... It's just like a fun little like I can almost imagine like the movie opens with Cheetah like Kristen Wiig before she becomes Cheetah mm -hmm. and then we have like a quick little action thing kind of like remember in Dark Knight where it's like we have the Joker doing the bank robbery right. then we have Batman going after Scarecrow or in Superman two Superman going after um, yeah. the elevator or in Spider Man two he stole that guy's pizza <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. rewatched that the other yeah. day and I was just like oh man. Yes, that is the... That's like, I feel like if Spider-Man was real, someone would actually say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he stole that guy's pizzas. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I think that one is my favorite now. Spider-Man. Thinking about it more, Spider-Man 2. Um, but, uh, yeah, did, and did you all see... I did see one snapshot of uh, Kristen Wiig, like a, a snap of her in it. At least that's what I thought it was, because... In one of the articles, I was seeing some pictures, and one looked appeared to be Christian uh, Christian Wig uh, as Cheetah before she was Cheetah. Oh. <laughs> Got so no, I was saying second. before she was Cheetah. She was just dressed up in like normal clothes before she was Cheetah. I think I might have saw something like that yeah. too. No, if it was, it, it, I would be breaking some big news yes. to you if it was her as Cheetah. <laughs> um, kind of like that moment you broke the news that did you know the next Batman movie is The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> what? Yeah, sounded like I was making it up. 
uh, but I was telling the truth. Um, and the, and this is apparently the truth too, but uh, <laughs> n- not that she is in the cheat outfit. Was there any? Uh, that seemed to be about the extent of Wonder Woman 1984 news. Is that they showed a clip? Did you get anything? I did hear a little bit of Wonder Woman 1984. So I heard so. During the panel, uh, Gal Gadot said that it's not a sequel, it's a new story. Right. Which feels really cool. It's, it's a little bit like um, Batman Returns is its own thing. Like, when you yeah. look at the four Batman movies, they're their own stories. Yeah. I, you know, I like, like that. Versus, like, um, I, I still love them, but, like, the Spider-Man trilogy is kind of a little bit of a plot going throughout yeah the dark knight and batman begins is a little bit still going versus it's its own thing and that feels i like great that. it feels right especially if they're doing a time jump yeah i like that you could that i would assume then that you could just watch wonder woman 1984 without watching the yeah. first one so, which i like uh it allows for new viewers yeah um so that's really cool and also our patty jenkins says that she doesn't want to just keep the franchise going for the wrong reasons just to get more money yeah so, I think that Wonder Woman 1984 will be the end of the DCEU. Whether Warner Brothers wants it to be or not, yeah. I think it's going to be. Uh, unfortunately, I think I think had Wonder Woman come out before BVS, it would have been a billion-dollar movie. I think that BVS heard it. Yeah. Even though I like Batman vs. Superman, but... Yeah. It's nice to hear, like, she's kind of like, well, we'll just... In case it's the end, we'll just wrap it up, which if which yeah. feels nice. It's just like she had two movies. Burn had two movies. Donner finally got his two movies. Uh, Chris Nolan, as we said, should have only done two <laughs> movies. So, I, yeah, I think it's it's nice that it it's, yeah. you'll get some kind of resolution to wrap up. Maybe it will end with it jumping to present time. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean. I also just it feels good to know that the cre like the creator like to that makes it feel like it's got to be a passion project. If you're yeah. not interested in like continuing it for the sake of continuing it, that gives me a lot of hope for the quality of this one. Um, I honestly think that it, I think it will be better than the first one. I I, I like I have hope. I I almost think so too because I like. Uh, the time period a bit. I'm more a little more interested in slightly more modern. Um, jumping forward a little. I uh, again, my I like. I honestly kind of like Wonder Woman, the the first movie less and less because of the villain. Like I just did not care for the villain at all in that movie. It's like the first two thirds of it. I just think of so fondly, and I'm like, that was such a good movie. But I did not like the last third. So uh, Cheetah is a much more interesting villain. Uh, I just think I, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it could be better. Comes out no, I believe it's November next year. All right, gotta wait a while, but <sighs> gotta wait a while. It's gonna, it's not too far away. But luckily, from... we all, we did. Uh, if you would think about it, in a way, we only did have to wait a year from Wonder Woman's last appearance. True, true. Um, no, yeah. wait, two years. Never mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot it was. Uh, I was starting to think it was this year, but yeah, it was no, it's it's not. I mean, yeah. Suddenly, it feels so much longer. Yeah, uh, and I don't even know what's there to tide me over. Aquaman. Uh, Shazam! Yeah, Shazam. Doesn't that look fun with his dance scene? Yeah. And, um, 
You're bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, we definitely. Yeah, Wonder Woman's gonna do that stupid dance. Oh man, see that? So fun. Um, remember his face he made during it too. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just damn. I'm so cool. I only watched it like two days ago, but I'm trying to forget. Trying steadily. to forget. Um, so, uh, is that sounds like I, I, all the. Wonder Woman 1984 news I can get is good, but that sounds like the, about the gist of it. Yeah. So, what's uh, next on the docket for, well, for news for you? Let's look. <laughs> Coming soon from DC is going to be a Stargirl live-action TV series mm. developed by Jeff Johns, who co-created the character in 1999. So, Greg Berlanti will also be involved, and he's involved in basically all this stuff that's on the CW. And it'll premiere on the DC Universe streaming service... <laughs> Every time it's not the CW, I'm just like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Streaming service in 2019 with 13 episodes, and it'll be about Stargirl Courtney Whitmore, who's a high school student who works with the Justice Society. So, for those of you who don't know, before there was a Justice League, there was a Justice Society. So, when DC was having its first success in the 1940s, when in 1938 they launched Superman. 39, they launched Batman. They were launching a bunch of other superheroes, but not the way we, not the characters we know. You know, they also have Wonder Woman, but besides that, there was The Flash, but it wasn't Barry Allen, it was Jay Garrick, and it's the guy with the helmet. There was also Green Lantern, but said how Jordan was Alan Scott, and his costume was not green. Uh, <laughs> he was called the Green Lantern, was, but his, Did you want to bring it up? I have not heard of this. Um, so, yeah, we can bring it up. Type in first Jay Garrick, um... So Flash. Like J. Gar. Oh gosh, <laughs> this keyboard is weird on this computer. J. Garrick. Flash. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you can see he's, he's kind of like Mercury. Yup, he's got a helmet. Yes. That I'm, I have a hard time believing that would stay on when you're running fast. Yes, I'd like to. Maybe there's a chin <laughs> strap or something. <laughs> All right. And it, oh, you know what's really cool? So, that guy, that's from the Flash TV show, yeah. the guy who plays Jay Garrick, who's a mentor to Barry Allen, is the Flash actor from the 90s show. So, he basically oh. was able to play the Flash again. Oh, really? <laughs> that's cool. Um, so, so what's this Alan Green Scott Green Lantern. Uh, so, he's wearing red. Uh, Purple. He has green pants. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a little green. <laughs> But it's mostly red and purple. <laughs> I think I have seen this Green Lantern costume before. Um, yeah. Definitely less green. <laughs> in yeah. the, uh... So when DC was having that, they those were the original Flash and Green Lantern from the 1940s. Yep. And then DC decided to put everyone in a book called The Justice Society, except for two characters who were always too busy to show up. Really? Too busy. Got too much going uh, on. I wonder, I wonder who they were. Uh, Superman and Batman were a little too busy to show yeah. up. Yeah. Too much crime. Yeah, too much stuff going on in Gotham and Metropolis. Yeah. So they were there, and then superheroes were big during World War II, and then after World War II, there wasn't really as much of a need for them. So besides for Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman, they all kind of, like, went away. Yeah. They got canceled. And then... um. 
you know, Superman was struggling. Uh, Wonder Woman was doing okay. Batman was almost going to get canceled because uh, they started having like Batman be with like aliens and stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> especially because they had the comics code. But then later, uh, the Flash was reintroduced, and that's how you got Barry Allen. But for the for 1940s, those were the characters. So when you had the Justice Society, it could be that Courtney Whitmore Stargirl will be working with that version of the Flash or. Green Lantern. Plus, those are the characters that you don't have to worry about for a movie. Because even like the Jay Garrick Flash, it would be a while before they start introducing alternate realities. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming you never heard of Star Girl. I, I can't say I have. You know, but <laughs> um, all I can say, Jeff Johns, Greg Berlanti, uh, plus so. Right. So good people behind yes. it. Lots of there's a lot of DC shows. There is. <laughs> it makes up for but, barely having any movies. Yeah, but from what I've heard, it sounds like they're doing better in the TV yes. department. So it, that could be a good thing. Yes. Maybe we could uh, work in this topic real quick before we switch over. Yeah. The Snyder Cut came up in the news again. The really? long lost Zack Snyder Cut of Justice I thought, League. I thought this was dead. Oh no, they still keep it going. But you know what was cool? Hmm. There were. Zack Snyder Justice League fans who organized this giant thing to donate to, like, suicide awareness. Oh. So, there we go. Good comes from Yes. It. Yeah. There you go, guys. See, fans on the internet, they were able to be like the heroes and help someone out. Yeah. So, the Wall Street Journal confirmed that the Snyder Cut of Justice League doesn't exist. Yeah. Snyder <laughs> put together a rough cut of the footage to executives that wasn't edited. So, it was basically... Everything kind of cobbled together quickly so that the executives could see what was going on. And even, like, you know how Joss Whedon reshot and redirected a lot of the movie? Yeah. Snyder was going to direct the scenes that Joss Whedon wrote. That was the original plan, and then he had to leave. So, even if Zack Snyder had been there all the way through, it sounds like it. we still end up with the same movie, which I'm fine with. Yeah. And even Henry Cavill said that Snyder Cut wouldn't change anything, so... Yeah, the same writing was behind it, yeah. essentially. So, yeah, and just, I mean, yeah, of course this didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, See? really, the only thing you can do is, I would love it if... Warner Brothers just released the stuff Snyder films before we shot, just as, like, on as a bonus feature. Just put it all yeah. together. I mean, you don't have Some to, like... Other cut. You don't have to cut everything together. Just, like, here's the list of scenes. Okay, here's one deleted scene. Okay, here's another deleted scene. Here's another. Has there ever been a movie in history... I don't This is so random, but has there ever been a movie in history that has had reshots and changes after its release? <laughs> After it's because released? I was just thinking, because video games do that, like now, that's something that like companies will release a video game and then fix it and change it once it's out. Um, and I was just like, has anyone ever like like people are disappointed in the movie and then they changed it after? Well, it was out? I think that a lot of people are hoping that there'll be a Snyder cut, like there was a Richard Donner cut of Superman two. Because what happened was Richard Donner was directing Superman one and Superman two at the same time. And he wasn't getting along with the producers, the Salt Kinds. This was, yeah. for some reason, Warner Brothers was just distributing it, but the Salt Kinds had the rights to Superman at the time. Oh, okay. So they were the ones in charge of the movie. So Donner's working out there, not getting along, and it turns out like they're having to have people be, be messengers between them because they are not yeah. getting along at all. And so 
um, they're the movie's going over budget, so they have to finish Superman one first. Yeah. Then it's just like they're about to go back for Superman two, and the salt kinds are just like, you know what, Richard Donner, you're fired, because they just hate. They did not get along oh. at all. Oh. And what they did do is they did not want Richard Donner to get credit for it, so they basically rewrote the script and reshot almost the whole movie to where like it's it's a very different movie. Like the plot is different, mm. and then. Like, years later, I guess it was, like, around the time of Superman 2, they found in a vault somewhere the stuff that Richard Donner had filmed. And Warner Brothers was just like, well, Superman Returns is coming out. Why not give this Richard Donner, the guy who made arguably the most iconic superhero movie ever made, a chance to finish his movie? So he came back and edited it together. But there's a hmm. difference. Yeah. Richard Donner made Superman the movie. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder made Man of Steel and Batman <laughs> vs. Superman. Yeah, different. It's a little different perspective. So, yeah. And plus, Superman 2 is, is a successful movie. Even though it was reshot, people still like the Richard Lester version. Yeah. P- Justice League kind of broke even. So yeah. <laughs> why would you put more money into what's essentially a box office failure? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you would. I think that's the answer. Yes. Is that this never was? It was never going to happen. No. So, um, uh, yeah, I can't believe we're still talking about the, the, the Snyder Zach cut. <laughs> May this be the end of it. Yeah. Um. So I'll move on to something. This is a, a, a tired of the Snyder cut. Yeah. Let's no more Snyder cut. No more next week. More news oh, on the Zack Snyder oh, cut. You there. know what? I wonder if I check the news right now, if there will be any news about the Zack Snyder cut. Oh, gosh. If there is, I would not be surprised, but I would uh, grumble about it if a little. If there is, get ready for some bleeping of, what the? <laughs> yeah. So did you have a ne- a new thing to talk about? I will. I have a short. I do, and I have I have a bit of a short thing because um, <clears throat> there's not a lot to say about it. But um, so I believe you've said that you have seen the I brand seen. new oh, Ducktales. Yes, I have. How much have you seen of that? I've seen the pilot and then one more episode. All right. I still have to get to it, but I, I did want to. Uh, an iconic character was cast. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, that Donald Duck was cast. The voice, the new... Donald's already been in the show, though. Um, well, w- was it Don Cheadle as Donald Duck? No. <laughs> because, so, um, they showed the first uh, peek at Don Cheadle as uh, Donald Duck, where apparently in an episode, uh, uh, Donald is given some kind of, it looked like a pill that turns his voice from the, like, classic Donald Duck squeal to just Dom Cheadle's voice. That Uh, is a fun and interesting idea. I like that idea. That's almost exactly what I wrote. I said it's a funny, interesting concept. A funny. I bit. was just like, oh my god, we're stunt casting now, Donald Duck. Yeah, no, I, that's why I was. Get, let Tony <laughs> keep doing it. Yeah, I thought it, when I saw the clip, it, um, I thought it was a really funny idea that um, they were just sort of like, Did, can anyone understand? Is that even a duck sound? What? It, and then <laughs> so they gave him like some pill, and then it's honestly it 
it just kind of sounded like Don Cheadle talking. <laughs> like it, it um, uh, it wasn't like putting on a Donald Duck voice or anything. Oh, do you know when this episode airs? Because now I really want to see it. They just saw the. It, it was just like a little preview of that episode happening that they showed at comic-con i did not catch when that episode's actually airing but it's upcoming i i, I want to see it now <laughs> it <laughs> I was, see, that's such a cool a, idea it was a pretty cool clip i thought uh i thought in case you got uh really into it and ended up watching more of it <laughs> that that might be uh something you were up on but yeah that is really cool there's so many shows i want to keep up on but yeah. it's tough I almost broke and watched the first episode of that uh, after reading that news because it's DuckTales, and uh, I've seemed to have heard good things about the new series, and uh, a lot of these uh, comebacks are working. Yeah. Like, uh, in fact, I might, I like I said, I like these smooth transitions. Like oh, wait, before you get to that, yeah. there, uh, did you ever watch Duck Dodgers? No. No? Duck Dodgers? Duck Dodgers. Uh, what is The it? Daffy Duck in Space Show. Okay, I remember it. Duck but... Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Oh. Yeah. And there's <laughs> an eager young sidekick. I haven't thought about it in a million years. Yes, but, but Duck Dodgers. Yeah, I remember it. There's now. an episode where uh, Daffy, well, he's called Duck Dodgers in the show. Duck Dodgers switches his voice with... God, who's the guy who sings this song? Like, um, it's not unusual. Uh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know, I know the song. I should know. I this, feel like it's Tom I'm blank, something. I'm blanking. I want to say Tom Arnold, but I think that's Roseanne's ex-husband. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I, uh, I can't think of a famous Tom Arnold Tom, musician. It's Tom something. Tom Green? Tom... No, that that sounds wrong. It was Tom Jones, and we're deeply, deeply sorry for any frustrations might have caused. Tom yeah. something... Anyway, he switches voices with the guy, and he okay. starts singing. And um, the guy has... The singer has Daffy's voice during it, so he's, like, doing <laughs> a concert where he's just like, It's not unusual to be loved by anyone! It's not unusual to be loved by anyone! But if you do something, something, <laughs> why do I sound like Daffy Duck? <laughs> that is a very... It's not unusual. It happens every day. Yeah. No matter what they say, <laughs> why can't this crazy love be mine? <laughs> Gosh, well, let's see if the copyright for whoever that artist is and of, uh, uh, of Daffy Duck. I know. Uh, I want two copyright yes. strikes on this <laughs> podcast now <laughs> yep two you hit two birds with one stone i want and those two birds are donald and Daffy. <laughs> yes i want to be able to read our cease and desist <laughs> letter we get two in the mail please <laughs> remove this recording from the internet uh, i hope so the mouse and the rabbit will be after you. Oh, no. Do you know what it's like to make them work together? They have one hatred. There's you. There's going to be a common front against the big evil corporation that is us. Yes. Here at ALTD Podcast. Yes. Whew. Yeah, boy. Um, so, that's all. I, I, I didn't have much to say about that i don't do i know you have a lot of news well you were gonna transition or, to something. okay I'll, I'll smoothly transition i just had to, to get that, out of that because yeah. it's a great episode um i just wish i knew what that guy's name was the singer it's on the tip of my tongue and i feel stupid because it's such a famous song is it tom something i feel like it's tom something i can't i don't have no idea but anyway there's a lot of uh 
I just remembered <laughs> something. No, not that. <laughs> something I want I want to ask at the last episode, but I didn't. Okay. Remember when you said that your crit- your heart is basically a tomato meter? Yeah. <laughs> Was it the same for uh, Solo? Uh, what did that get? Like 70? Around 70? Oh, yeah, because I saw that before the reviews were so... I was seeing that my ranking of the Star Wars movies was about the same as their ranking on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and I didn't even realize. It felt like I had no, uh, <laughs> no true soul, soul around he movies. He was just being um, a fake. Uh, but I, I looked into that before Solo came out, I believe. Whew. Boy, <laughs> uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars is low. I did not. Have you count not that watched in. it? I've, I've watched it. I have it. not seen that. And to be honest, I can't tell you anything that I can't tell you what it's about because I don't remember it. Wow. Well, yeah, the Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones. Jeez, Revenge of the Sith is lower than I would. Oh, oh that's Revenge of the Sith. I think I would. This is kind of close to what I'd say. Kind of close. It, it's pretty close. <laughs> sadly enough. What's the um, audience score now for Last Jedi? Ooh, 46. Yeah, keeps going down. But I like that 90. Like same, same as Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Oh, man. <laughs> 90%. And just as divisive, too. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, apparently my I still have no soul when it comes <laughs> to movies. Because uh, that was pretty close. But um, what was my topic? Right. You okay. were going to transition to something. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, and we've talked, we were almost thinking of even doing an episode on this before, of just like... Um, oh my god, now I'm curious. Uh, uh, just old cartoons. Old uh, cartoons. We, we did talk about something like that, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Talk, we've talked about, like, uh, uh, cartoons from late 90s, early 2000s a lot, but... Um, There's so much we need to get through, guys. Yeah. Someday too we'll, many special yeah, episodes. too many special episodes. You know how tough uh, it is to get to one normal one? Yeah. It takes a while. So there's been a bit of a good history so far, I'd say, of some pretty good comebacks with this DuckTales series being pretty good, and then Nickelodeon has had um, a couple... I don't know if that Rocco's Modern Life movie... Yeah, I don't has, know whatever happened to it. Yeah, I don't know, but that looked good to me. I want to look it up now, because um, I, I don't know what happened to it. And then Harold the Jungle movie I thought was great. That was a really great way to end the series. And there's another one that... It was a series that got canceled without having any true ending, and I'm hoping that they're going to be doing the same thing with that, and that is um, uh, a Nickelodeon show, Invader Zim. Oh my, I was is, literally about to say, are you going to say Invader Zim? Yeah, it's uh, Invader Zim is going to have come back. It got canceled in, I don't know, like 2002 or three. It only had two seasons. And it did not have anything close to an ending because it was just, it was flat out canceled. So um, it's having a comeback. There's not it's not coming back to, to, to episodic, but there is going to be a movie. It it now has a t- as of Comic Con, it now has a title. Enter the Florpus, um, which is a very Zim title. Um, there's a bit of a plot synopsis, which I was excited to find. Zim discovers his almighty leaders have no intention of coming to Earth, and he loses confidence in his own amazingness for the first time in his amazing life, which happens to be the big break uh, his hum- oh, which happens to be the big break his human nemesis Dib has been waiting for. And they first showed a trailer at Comic-Con. From what I saw, the trailer, it seemed more of like a, a teaser. It didn't have any dialogue. It just had some 
music, like some score with some clips from it. But it was a surprising amount of clips they were showing of it. It was like two, two and a half minutes or something of clips. Um, the animation style looked uh, about the same, if only slightly updated. And it had really a feeling of like being right back to it. Um, which gave me hopes that it will be as good of a comeback or return as Hey Arnold! The Jungle Movie. And since it could be the final Invader Zim animated uh, TV or movie thing we get, I hope it ends the show nicely, uh, since the original run was cancelled and it didn't get any sort of ending at all. Um, however, there is a comic series running currently, so I haven't read much of that, but I don't know if they continue any plot or anything. And maybe that'll continue as well after this movie. But I do really hope, since it's back to animation, it's back to the same style, it feels like it's the same show again, uh, I hope they kind of end it in a way. Like, yeah. I, that's what I really <laughs> felt like was missing from the original run. Uh, because it felt like a show that has an obvious ending. Like, obviously, like, some, like he has to leave Earth or something. Like, there's a way to end that series, and they didn't even come close to that in the original run, so I hope there's something like that in this movie. Um, but yeah, even though we didn't get any dialogue, I liked how it looked, and the plot synopsis is interesting, and Nickelodeon has seemed to have done a uh, decent job. Well, I guess I really only... Did you see anything about the Rocko's Modern Life movie? It has not aired yet. It's supposed to air yeah. sometime this year. Well, the trailer looked good in that. Yes. And Harold the Jungle movie was good, so hopefully... And, and you know, they've got the same team of Invader Zim on I'm a little worried how it still doesn't have a release date. Uh, the Rocko's Modern Life? Yeah, it's yeah. just still 2018. Huh. They might have showed that pretty prematurely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it would have been best to wait a few years to announce yeah. it. I guess they were trying to... Because that was the last Comic-Con, wasn't it? it they yeah, announced the both of those? We, yeah, we talked about them last time. Yeah. Uh, so I guess last they were just year. trying to get it out for Comic-Con. I was actually surprised how fast Harold the Jungle movie came out after yeah. that. And then this one we still haven't heard about. Yeah, they must have um, been like working on the Harold one in like total secret. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the case. Um, but, uh, yeah... I really do think this is probably going to be the last uh, Invader Zim animation we get because, like, the creator, uh, Jonan Vasquez, I think it is, uh, was kind of saying that, like, the whole animation scene is, like, so much work for him, and that's part of the reason why it's just a comic series now is that, like, it, he said it was, like, it was killing him, like, it was a lot of work. So it sounds like there probably isn't going to be more. So I hope it's a proper ending send-off, um, because I've been waiting for how that... I I used to think... Because there was a, a time period where that was my favorite show, like, when it first aired. I felt really cool, because it was like... I caught the pilot, and I was like, I don't know how old... Like, eight or nine or whatever at the time when that aired. And I felt so cool for catching a show when it first aired. It'd be, it was the first time I ever caught a pilot. So uh, I felt special. And I was always thinking, like, where's this going to go? What's going to happen? Is he gonna destroy the world i don't know but um yeah so I, i've been waiting for a very long time to see a resolution so i hope there's some kind of resolution anyway i'm excited for that i'm excited to see a trailer for it um yeah nostalgia yes i've never watched an episode of theirs and so i can't really yeah uh i i think one thing i always admired about like in one hand, I don't necessarily know if you'd like it because it's a very absurd, ridiculous sense of humor. 
it's very loud. And like rewatching it later, I'm just like, wow, this is. Yeah, I mean, and I really still like it, but it's just like I didn't realize how it what like as a child. I don't think I realized how absurd it is. <laughs> it's such a weird show. But that's part of the thing that makes me admire it a lot is like, um, it. I don't know how they got that to air on Nickelodeon. Like, it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's got to be like the darkest show in just terms of its sense of humor that has aired on as a cartoon on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it, it is kind of ridiculous, but I love it. So um, anyway. Going back to what you said earlier about, you know, you catch the pilot, you caught yeah. the pilot. Have Have you ever had a show where it's just, you watched it from when it started to when it ended, like you caught the pilot, you caught the finale, and you were like waiting for it to start and stuff like that? Well, the thing with Invader Zim is I don't think I realized that it got canceled because I wasn't <laughs> caught up on news, so it's possible I did catch all of it, but just didn't even notice because then all of a sudden it was over. Um, but, uh, pilot... It's it's so rare that I am with a show that long, and like I said, uh, uh, I barely even caught any finales, let alone because the only finales I can think of that I've caught while they're on are, as discussed in a previous episode, The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, uh, but I definitely did not catch them at the beginning. The, the show um, Community, I think I did like catch the pilot, and I was following it for a long time. But to this day, I have not seen the series finale. Like I actually <laughs> you just, I just dropped off. Actually, wow. Um, You're not even curious. It's a little. I am bit? a little, but it's on of all things like Yahoo's streaming service. Oh, like, they switched it over. Yeah, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, plus I kind of, I started watching, who has a streaming service? They literally launched it with like community being on it and it failed. So it's like, it's such a weird limbo (laughs) where it's kind of hard to watch that season. I'm sure it's, there might be some, it might be on something else. You think it's on iTunes at all? It it probably is by now because pretty much that, I don't think it was necessarily a streaming service, but it was like yahoo video or like they're starting some new thing on yahoo of all things and of course it failed because it's yahoo yes um not that we don't love yahoo yeah we do they help us with a different (laughs) show we do (laughs) yeah that's true um what are you talking about that's unwanted answers oh yes it's unwanted it's unaffiliated just like anything else yeah let me know when you're going to google answers or ask jeeps (laughs) yes um Otherwise, we're not interested. Yes. Oh, ask Chiefs. R.I.P. Remember Yahooligans? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. Yahoo the old Hooligans. days. It was... <laughs> I was watching, because I have the DVD... Remember the... Sh- I think we talked about the show Liberty's Kids. Oh, yeah. I bought the that. complete show on DVD for five <laughs> bucks at Target. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, it's from No Creek, which is a very, very cheap DVD... Packager, like the discs are stacked, and I hate it, but whatever. Yeah. Every episode, when you watch the episode, it's from uh, Deke, which doesn't exist anymore. Deke and animation, which is why Mill Creek has it. But when you watch the credits, it will like the it will raise. I'm like, hey, want to see more of your Deke shows? Go to <laughs> Yahooligans. <laughs> Amazing, Yahooligans. Uh, um. But yeah, I, I now that I've thought, I, I don't think I've watched anything from beginning to end. <laughs> like caught it every time. Like I've obviously seen shows from beginning to end, but uh, I have not 
been on it enough to have caught them from beginning to end. I think... Well, there's, like, two cartoons that I have. One was, uh, well, not anymore, Young Justice, because it's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Looney Tunes show. Oh, really? Oh, and also, I guess it would be... There would also be... Uh, well, no, never mind, because it switched to the Boomerang streaming service. I was there for the beginning of the Wabbit uh, show, which is now called New Looney Tunes. Ah. And then there's just League Action, which just ended. R.I.P. But, the, like, the one, like, uh, like a primetime show... I guess Gotham will be the first one. Really? Where I'm just like, I saw the pilot. I'm gonna. I watched the pilot when it, it when it like started. I was there when it started. I'm gonna yeah. be there when it ends. I'm gonna still be there like years later after it's over. I wait. I just realized I completely hadn't thought of it. Um, another show that I caught the finale of, like that I was following closely towards the end of its run, but didn't catch at the beginning was Breaking Bad. Like the whole last two seasons or like the last season is like two parts i really think of it as two seasons but they call it season 5a and 5b which is weird <laughs> they aired a year apart um but yeah the whole like two last seasons i was watching on caught the finale so that's i guess three finales i've yes. caught uh as they aired um so there <laughs> i caught one finale and didn't know it was the finale really yes like you just were randomly i was watching a new show. episode I'm just like, okay, a new episode. <laughs> and then series finale. And then I'm ready for fall. And I'm just like, oh, it's over. Because it was the show yesterday, which I talked about, like, um, please, for the love of God, someone release it. Well, it won't be released now because oh, yeah. it's it's Fox Television. Oh, yeah. Now. I remember that. Yeah, but I just remember, like, I would watch it. And then for some reason, I just flipped through the channels. And I... I I turned on, because I'd always watch on TBS, and then I just saw they hit what I had on CBS. I'm just like, okay, I'll turn it on. I'm just like, hey, they all look a little older. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this one before. <laughs> and it was a new one, and then I, I, it was the finale. Wow. Yeah. Well, you caught it. I caught it. <laughs> so you can, you have bragging rights. Yes. Uh, okay. You know what's a really good finale that I re- recently watched? Hmm. Because uh, I was going through, like, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Now, I'm not, like, a binge-watcher person. Yeah. Like, this weekend, okay, I'm going to watch a bunch of Warner Brothers stuff. And I'm not going to be like, I'm going to watch all AMAs. I'm just going to watch Tiny Toons. I'll watch Tiny... Like, I'll watch, like, one show and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so you don't binge-watch one series. Yeah. You, like, like, skip around. Basically, um, it took me four years to get through it. Which is... N- I like doing yeah. that because... I'm starting season one again. I haven't seen those in a few years, so it's a little, like, I don't remember as much about them. See, you know, one thing that kind of feels a bit like being up to date and, like, uh, catching something as it airs of the new era is there are, like, uh, shows that will release on Netflix, like, at midnight or whatever, and I'll, like, (laughs) spend the day just watching You spend the whole day. Because I did that with Stranger Things Season 2, and I did with that with the both seasons of the Series of Unfortunate Events Netflix series. So, I don't know, there's some Netflix shows (laughs) that I'll just, I'll just catch it, be the first one to see it all. Sometimes I think I'll binge something. Like, I thought about binging Daredevil one time, and I just was, like, watching one. I was just like, I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll occasionally binge uh, watch stuff, but not all the time. But, um, yeah. But I get that. Um, so, I am I assume you have some more news. Oh, but before oh, this, that, um, okay. the finale, I was watching the oh, Spider-Man right, right. show. Yeah. 
I haven't watched the finale in, God, I think it was like 2013 was the last time I watched the finale. So I watched it like a few weeks ago. So it was the first time in five years. Oh, wow, five years. <laughs> wow. So I'm watching the finale, and it's about uh, Spider-Man is called by Madam Web, who was like, kind of like a men who kind of was helping him out, um, even though he didn't want her to help him out. And he didn't want him. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't want her help. So... She takes him to this um, place, and she she's like a magical person. And she says, like, we need your help, and you need to be the leader of this group of Spider-Men. And it's like Spider-Man men from different dimensions. Like, one is Spider-Man has, like, Dr. Octopus arms. Like, he has, like, oh, yeah. Ox technology. One is basically like an Iron Man knockoff. And one is a TV actor from a universe in which Spider-Man is a Saturday morning cartoon show. So I wonder where that one's from. Oh. And, you know, there's a comic book written by Stan Lee, but... Yeah. Like, he's kind of, like, the leader because um, Matt Webb has been watching him, so he's, like, the leader. And he has to stop an alternate version of himself who has the Carnage symbiote, symbiote. And is just, like, has given in to, like, all his anger and stuff and has a bomb that's not only going to destroy his world, but it's going to destroy all of the multiverse. So everything's on the line. And, like, Spider-Man's trying to beat him and stuff. And then he's just like, I need to think like my enemy. And he's going to destroy... The place where he's going to destroy it is where it's, like, um... Where everything, where he's kind of like the Iron Man knockoff, so nothing bad ever happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he's just like, wait, I need to think about, um, I need to think about, I need to think like him. And who, and who's the one person who could help me through that? And then he just, and then he's just like, well, if I'm right and everything like has worked out for my counterpart on this earth, there's only one person who could help. And then, like, Spider-Man goes to def- to see his evil alternate version. And then, like, um, that evil Spider-Man is like, you think you can stop me? And just, like, not me. And he brings out Uncle Ben. And <laughs> Uncle Ben is just, like, talks to him. And you know that, you know what happens in the finale? What? Uncle Ben goes to our Peter we've been following all this time. He's just like, I'm proud of you, Peter. You've done good, kid. <laughs> oh, really? And it's just like, oh, my God. Amazing. And, yeah, it was a great finale. It, well, even, it wasn't supposed to be the finale, but it just... It feels like a finale. Then they did a spinoff show, so I guess it wasn't yeah. a finale, but... Yeah. So, it, like, they weren't planning on the show ending, but it it ended there anyway? Yeah. The reason it ended was because Avia Rod, who was the producer, hated and the, the, the head of Fox, who hated him. So it got canceled just out of spite. Yeah. It's good when uh, it uh, an episode... Uh, that is the last episode can actually feel like an ending. Because yeah. that's what it, I felt like. Like, the last episode of Invader Zim was like a Christmas special. That It just it was not an ending at all. It was just like a random episode. And <laughs> then it was over. Um, but, like, um, Community, when it originally... Um, they thought it was going to be canceled after season three. So they literally made, like, a series finale at the end of... So you can literally... And I personally consider the first three seasons to be, like the gold seasons of that show and you can totally just pretend the rest doesn't exist it's perfect because the the finale of season three feels like a serious finale uh but there's some good stuff after that that but it it, it really is like a if that was the end it would have been good it was just a, an emotional little segment there have been a few times where they thought the simpsons would get canceled they created like 
there, I think there's like three different shows that they did as like possible series finales. Really? And you watch them and you're just like, wow, that, that would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, it, it'd be, how would you end a, a show like that it was, at this point? Like, well, did is... you hear what um the, this came out of Comic-Con, so I guess it can count as news, guys. Ooh. Um, although what I've heard him talk about for years, Al Jean, who's kind of like the showrunner of The Simpsons, he said like his dream would be so the show starts, the first episode is a Christmas episode, and the first episode goes with the Simpsons going to a Christmas recital at Springfield Elementary, and he said, like, he would want the show to end with them going to a spring, where it's Christmas, and they're going to a Christmas pageant at Springfield Elementary, so the show's always on a loop, where it doesn't have a beginning or an end. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> yes, I'm just like, works, it works. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how you do it. And you have enough episodes to where you're, once you get done, you're just like, oh, well, I'm ready to start again. (laughs) (laughs) I could, if I wanted to, do another one of my classic smooth (laughs) transitions of this series because I have a a new segment that perfectly ties into this. Go for it! And that is, they showed a new trailer for uh, Disenchantment. Yes! The new uh, series by uh, Matt Groening? Groening? Groening. Groening. Um... And uh, did you see this trailer? I did see yeah. the trailer. Um, so, um, as someone who had, like, I'm not even, like, a, a dedicated, like, fan of The Simpsons or Futurama, um, although I really like both of them, but I've only caught sporadic episodes here and there of them. Even so, I, I feel like I'm pretty excited for this series because, like, first of all, I just really like the fantasy genre. Um, so I'm excited for it uh, in general, uh, based on that. But uh, the characters look good. I like the little demon-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. He's he's cool. It's a good character design. I like, what's her name? Bean? Bean? <laughs> Bean. Bean. Uh, Princess of Dreamland. That's, yeah, that's good characters. I don't know. How, how are you, how'd you feel about the trailer, and how are you feeling about the show? Well, it's all... Whenever uh, you see something like this, his first show in 19 years, yeah. you always you always got to be like, okay, guys, expectations, okay? Yeah. I watched it. I'm just like, I like it. I like how it's not just like a copy of Simpsons or Futurama. I like how it, because those two shows, I'd rather just, them just keep going and then you just do something yeah. else. Yeah. Totally so, different direction. I like how it's a different show. I feel like it's something that we can have now living like this Game of Thrones era and yeah. post Lord of the Rings era yeah. where... It looks like it'll be fun. I I, I, just, I like how it's different than the other two. Like, yeah. those other two exist. I can watch them. Hopefully, um, one good thing would be Disney ro- revised Futurama. Yeah, it would be nice. But I, nice. I always like getting something new. That always gets me more on board. Maybe with this coming out, I'll finally get around to properly watching most of The Simpsons and Futurama uh, before catching this. Um, because I definitely like the comedy. Uh, I like Matt Groening's uh, comedy style. I like the animation. Um, and I was watching as it was on Netflix. The animation would look cheap, but it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, there's some bits. It looks a lot more modern. Like there's some bits you can tell it's like 3D ish. Yeah. Um, which I noticed, which of course probably makes it easier to add depth to the whole giant kingdom. Uh, but yeah. I... You make something fantasy, and like, like because 
I feel like I'm, I'm more into fantasy than, like, say, sci-fi, so, I mean, that, you got me, so. Looks good. I'm yeah. ex- when is August something? I think so. It's pretty soon. I'm looking forward to it. I probably won't binge it, but I'll do, like, a Simpsons yeah. Futurama uh, yeah. uh, triple yeah. thing. I'll have to refresh myself with his work before to get into it. Exciting. Exciting yes. stuff. Do you got uh, anything that we can move on to? Yes. So, for this one, can be real quick. Um, Jeff Johns, I've noticed, is a guy whose name is in this a lot. And for good reason, because anytime he does something, you should be excited. It's not, will this be good? It's how, how great is this going to be? <laughs> okay. So, Jeff Johns is going to be writing a comic with art by Jason Fabach called Batman 3 Jokers. Oh, really? Now, John says it will be a grounded emotional story about the mystery of the Joker, and it'll focus on Bruce, Jason, and Barbara. And it's John's only solo Batman. John's only solo Batman work has been the Earth One Batman graphic novel. So this guy, he is DC's big guy right now. The only other time he's done solo Batman is for two just graphic novels. Oh. So it's ex- I'm so excited that he's going to do solo Batman. And you said it's a series, like it's this. A it's a three issue. Oh, okay. Mini series. So, cool. so the story is about where we had him about in 2016, and then. John's, I remember after Batman vs. Superman, he got promoted to where he was supposed to be head of the DCEU, and now he's left, so now he can actually get back to writing and working on stuff and doing, like, fun stuff. Yeah. So, in Justice League Earth, in Justice League number 15, 2016, Batman found out that really, this whole time, there have actually been three Jokers. So three, three people are actually the Joker. <laughs> so it's about like finding out like whoa, what is going on. So when you hear something like that, you're just like, oh, I, I don't I don't know. But I I, tr- I completely trust Jeff Johns. Just if if anyone's going to do, it, I know we're in great hands with him. So yeah. yeah, um, you know I've said before that I feel like my favorite superhero is Spider Man. But the more I like think about it, I always think that like anytime I read any comics like actual comic books of superheroes batman ones are always the best to me yeah. it's always the best storylines in in batman comics uh so have you what was the newest batman thing you read? uh i think it was uh it was dark knight's metal which is kind of justice league yeah but what was the newest spider-man thing you read i did you ever i did go back i i was looking for that original I think I mentioned so much of the first ten. I couldn't still find lucky it. For it. I just found it, and you I was just reading, found yeah, it. Yeah, I just found it, and I was reading some of it. But um, uh, gosh. Oh, we should. Oh, I we read should the... probably give a shout out to Steve Ditko. Oh who yeah. Passed away. A great job. Uh, giving giving Spider Man one of the coolest costumes yeah. of all superheroes. So yeah. And his artwork is great in that book. Yeah. I uh I haven't read uh, a ton of Spider Man, but I, I read like the. Free comic book day issue which i didn't get much from like it was no but um there were some i was looking into that i was super interested in reading um gosh i'm trying to there is a because i was just looking like what are the best spider-man storylines and i remember seeing uh the day that gwen stacy died was called one of the best yeah. ones. uh craven's last hunt which i've heard is not that much spider-man but it's still a good one so i've been trying to find copies of those but I haven't read them. But yeah, uh, the last thing I read was probably the free comic book day issue. <laughs> yeah, you know what? 
I, I'm glad Marvel is getting Spider-Man more on track. Well, I read issue one of this new relaunch they did with the new writer, and it was okay. It was more of an adventure <coughs> story, so I don't really know if I can judge it that much because I'm just like, can we just be Spider-Man? Like, literally every other Marvel character. But yeah. I have issue two, which is supposed to be just solo Spider-Man, which I haven't read yet. But Because, you know, DC reboots all the time. Yeah. Marvel refuses to reboot. And the free comic book day, I'm just like, okay... We're dropping Peter in the same place we've been for a third time in 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, why not reboot if we just keep going to the same spot? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've had like three main Spider-Man writers during this time. It's just like the key game dropped off at the same time. Right. Now, one of them wasn't their fault. One of them was actually doing character development and the heads of Marvel were just like, oh, we gotta make sure that Spider-Man's young forever. And she's like, you don't want to reboot it? No, no, we gotta, we gotta make sure. Continuity's important, even though it, the Marvel continuity's a mess now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't I haven't been impressed with the, the tiny bits I've picked up. I, I just read this, and I'm just like, I just read this comic from 2001. Yeah. And I'm just like... Well, I mean, really, what I do often is, like, if I'm at, like, a comic store, I'll, like, l quickly just leaf through uh, something, and uh, just, even just the a lot of newer Marvel, like, the art styles, and I just, it doesn't look as interesting to me. Like, the Marvel stuff, honestly, in the past few months has been better than it's been in the past ten years. Really? Yes. Because they I, have a new editor-in-chief. When I was doing my research, it was over a few months ago, so <laughs> I have to... I'll have to uh, what's the best current series going right now, then? Um, I don't... I, don't, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read them in a while. Okay. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I feel like like some of them. I've only done, like, a sampling, though. I've, I grabbed, like, one X-Men. Right, two X-Men, two Spider-Man, two... Yeah. Um... So I found that a lot of the more obscure heroes are way, way better when it comes to Marvel because I read some of the Captain Marvel uh, issues to uh, prepare for the uh, imminent movie, and that was pretty good. I Usually, if I like, want to buy Marvel, I would just digitally buy like the old Ultimate Marvel books. So there's my incredibly unknowledgeable yes. thoughts on that. Uh, where are we? Yes, okay. <laughs> we have... A new show, I was show I recently talked about Young Justice. Yeah. Yes, it ran from 2010 to 2013, was canceled. <laughs> but um, Young Justice is one of my favorite superhero cartoon shows. And I just remember after, like, Batman the Animated Series, Superman Animated Series, and Justice League Unlimited ended, just being like, man, we're never going to get a show as perfect as that. Especially when we're, I was looking, I was just like, oh, we're getting stuff like The Batman or Legion of Superheroes or Brave and the Bold, just like, they're good, but they're not up there. <laughs> yeah. And then <clears throat> Young Justice came. And just like um, Dark Knight, which wasn't afraid to be compared to Tim Burton's movie, this show was just like, you know what? We're going to make a Batman. We're going to have Batman and Superman. We're going to do the perfect versions. It was a great show. got canceled in 2013, um, which really sucked because it's such a great show. But they announced in 2016 it's coming back. Because you support it on Netflix, they're going to bring it back <laughs> on the DC streaming service. Uh, there oh. you go. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> that, oh. that was a dagger through the heart. Gosh. But 
we have it. We have a trailer. We finally saw a new footage of Young Justice for the first time in five years. So the op- opening of the trailer showed focused on what happened at the end of season two, where this character Artemis, who was mentored by Green Arrow, because Young Justice was about the sidekicks, kind of working together as a team, yeah. and like Batman or Green Arrow, where someone would send them out on missions. It was mostly Batman, voiced by Bruce Greenwood, who was amazing, and. and I saw, we saw we see Batman in the trailer and I hope I hope he came back especially since he was the voice in Gotham by Gaslight so yeah so opening trailer focused on Artemis and Kid Flash who is Kid Flash who's the Flash's sidekick um they were retired and they came out of retirement and it led to Kid Flash's death uh, which is he was running and then he just disappeared ooh, which is quite people a death. always think in speeches it's the death but it's just like oh no we know better <laughs> So, the trailer showed that Artemis is still dealing with Wally's death, and one plot will be, will deal with metahuman trafficking, like, there are kids who have powers who are being abducted, now that it's yeah. like, um, they're being trafficked in the underworld, and Darkseid and fourth world characters will play a big role, Darkseid, the character who should have been the villain in Justice League, but they decide to just do Steppenwolf, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know, there's the Joker... There's Doc Ock and Stephen Wolf. There's Classic. Um, there's, um, <laughs> hey, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Or, um, let's put a smile on that face. Or, mother, eons have passed since you have been whole. Find the last one. <laughs> I can't get over how he calls him mother. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my god, could you imagine if um, Batman punched him and just like, it's Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is no mother but Martha. <laughs> yes. There's no mother. That could be what makes Superman and Batman team up. And it's just like, it's just almost like Power Rangers. Like, Martha Power, activate! Boom! <laughs> and then, like, even, like, the mouths start doing, because it's, like, a clear, like, a dub from another, from another country. <laughs> Martha Powers, activate! <laughs> Next, they're gonna they need they need to write um they need to rewrite Wonder Woman's mother as Martha. They yes. need to rewrite the Flash's mother as Martha. So, <laughs> Martha Power unite. Yes. It's like yes. it's like the uh, gosh, what's the name of the the ring? Green Lantern. The, the it was a cartoon with the ring, the Power Rings show with the Captain Planet. Oh, Captain yeah. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> the, pictures, the power is yours yes oh. and also we see like the team it looks like they've were they've been broken up and now like nightwing's kind of leaving which is like, all right guys we're gonna come together one last time and then we'll go our separate ways which won't be true because this thing's gonna be a big hit and then they're gonna keep renewing it so yeah yeah my only hope is that we saw batman in the trailer hope we can get more Hopefully Bruce Greenwood comes back. Always more Batman. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, every time he was on screen, you're just like, yeah. oh my god, this is so perfect. Everyone's afraid of putting more Batman. Oh just more man, Batman. I mean, there's this episode where, like, the Legion of Doom, there's like a team that gets formed, like the Legion of Doom. Yeah. And, like, Joker's on there, and it's like the only episode that has Joker in it. And you're just watching and being like, oh man, Batman's in there. And then, like, Batman comes in, and, like, like, 
you have the Young Justice team helping you now, and then the Justice League comes to help them. Uh, and then you're just like, oh, Batman's here, but there's no way they're going to do this. There's no way. Oh, my God, he's the Joker. There's no <laughs> way there's going to way. And then you see him punch Joker, just like, yes! <laughs> Yo, oh, my God, just one punch is all I needed. That's all you need. Oh, man. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's like the Birds of Prey moment. Yes. Like, that's all you need. You, it's just like, it's a little bit like um, you wish <laughs> that they would have given, like, that version of Batman's own spinoff, and then you realize, oh, they kind of did with the Batman Under the Red Hood movie. Oh. So, yeah, Young Justice Outsiders is what it's called, and okay. I'm looking forward to it. I don't want to subscribe to it. Yeah. Hopefully it drops on iTunes, Too but... Too many streaming services. But this, this could be the thing that makes me subscribe to <sighs> it. Yeah. So, there is one big story that yep. I feel like you'll really want to talk about. Okay. I don't know if you heard about it. You should. You probably have heard about it by now. All right, so Marvel Studios did not come to Comic-Con. Yep, this year. Not at all. No. I mean, what are they supposed to do? I mean, uh, just be like, hey guys, we're sorry. I know you were really attached to some of those Avengers, but here, we brought oh. you some dust. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna be like Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be like the worst <laughs> oh, thing? Gosh. Just like um like inside like they just hand the audience just like oh bags of dust. <laughs> and then, like, like one could say, like, Star-Lord, Spider-Man, Black oh, Panther. You just reminded me of something so funny that I wish I had brought up. When I was mentioning um, that Don Cheadle was the voice of Donald Duck, and th there was a short they showed at Comic-Con of him, like, in the booth, um, do like, voice acting as Donald Duck. They were doing a talking ahead of him, and, <laughs> wait, minor spoilers for Infinity War here, just skip ahead, like, 30 seconds... In the talking head, it showed Don Cheadle, voice of Donald Duck, Thanos survivor. <laughs> and they didn't say anything about it. It was just, it was oh, the greatest. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so awesome. Okay, so, but there was one big news from Marvel Studios that dropped at Comic-Con. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know a big news from Marvel Studios, but I didn't realize that it was something... I guess it was around the time of Comic-Con. It was around the time of yeah. Comic-Con. Um, and it has to do with a particular franchise. Yes. And a director of a particular Possibly, franchise. Possibly, yes. Yeah. Yes. This um, is big. We found out that James Gunn has been fired from Guardians of the Galaxy yep. 3. Now, I didn't know if you were going to bring it up. I was, I was just like, it. it's such a big thing that even someone who doesn't care about the Guardians of the Galaxy movies at all, yeah. it should be something we talk about or at least one of us talks about so yeah i was i was thinking of bringing this up and um so as someone who loves the guardians of the galaxy your favorite franchise yeah. in the marvel cinematic universe what are your thoughts on the firing of james gunn and how how do you think it affects the film how do you think it yeah. will affect the well film? first of all i'm just gonna say i am just not even gonna go anywhere close to like like He's fired. I'm just... Let's talk about the world where he's fired. Yes. I'm not going to talk about anything else about it. Um, I, it seems like a lot of people are upset from what I could gather, but to me, from what you were kind of saying about, like, um, <clears throat> with recasting, it's okay to recast. I almost kind of feel that with directors. Yeah. It's okay to have a different director. And, and a lot of people didn't really care for Volume 2, I liked both of them, but it just seems like we could get something better for yeah. three. And I saw the suggestion on online. As soon as I saw it, I was just like, "Yes!" And that's get uh, 
Taika with yes, Waititi. Yes, I heard it. that because, too. <laughs> because to, to Put me, Thor in it if you want to, and that's actually like the he had a good chemistry with the Guardians in uh, Infinity War. If you wanted a, an excuse to work Thor into yes. Volume Three, have Taika direct Volume Three. I think that his sense of humor that he brings. It, I, Guardians and Thor Ragnarok are up there in my favorites. Point is, I'm not specifically advocating for that. It could be anyone. The point is, another director could do a good job. So, I don't think it's that big of a deal in the long run as long as they get someone good to do it. Yeah. I guess that's my take on it. So, I don't care about the Guardians movies. But I just had, like, a few thoughts where it's just, like, <clears throat> people are just like, Gunn should deserve to finish his trilogy. I'm just like, guys, Guardians of the Galaxy is not James Gunn's. It's Marvel's. Yeah. So, um, there, he, he is not owed anything besides yeah. his paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's Marvel's. It's more, it's more important than James Gunn. It's yeah. Marvel's. And I almost feel like... I think you will get a better movie because, you know, when, when you look at what happened with other Marvel franchises, we had, like, a fresh perspective with Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, and Thor Ragnarok. There was, like, a new excitement you could feel yeah. with, uh, like, a new perspective. You don't want, like, a Christopher Nolan who phoned it in for the third You round. could honestly almost, like Thor Ragnarok, you could almost soft reboot it. Yeah. Like, I think that would be cool, and I like both of them. Like, I just, it's okay for it to be different. I don't know. So I, as a fan of the 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 trilogy as so far, I really don't mind that much. <laughs> so much shorter than I, I thought it would. Yeah, I guess because <laughs> it was just a general agreeance, yeah. I suppose. Uh, did you have a story you wanted to jump to, or? Uh, I mean, what is there? Is there anything more to say than that? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 okay for change, like you. Is there, is there a? I don't think there has been any full trilogy made by the same directors. Or well, Nolan. No, I meant I meant in the MCU. Oh no. Um, James Gunn would have been the first one. Yeah. I mean, the Russo brothers have done three movies, but they've had like new toys. Like they had the Captain America toy. Now you're adding like in their second one. It's like, yeah. oh, here's Iron Man, here's Black Panther, here's Spider Man. Yeah. Here now you have Thor and the Guardians. Like. It feels like they have new toys so they don't get, like, burned out. Although mm -hmm. I do say, I would like them after Avengers 4 to take a little bit of a break and come back fresh later. Like, go yeah. do something else and then come back I fresh. Think breaks are, I think breaks are good. That, like, I think we were also talking about that with uh, with Star Wars that, like, you know, you could throw a break in there so people yes. won't get burned out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like I like having more Star Wars, but, you know. And please don't play in May again. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I'm and trying don't to reshoot the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that can be generally good advice yes. for, uh, trying to help you out. Geez, guys. I'm trying Just... to think of what to bring up. So we don't, we probably don't have many new stories, uh, here, but okay. Okay. Here's what I'll do. Um, we just, we're just talking about trilogies. Yes. I'm going to talk about, here's a topic I, I bring up all the time. And part of the only reason I even continue to bring it up is because it's, it's funny how much new news comes out about this. Okay. But I'm going to talk about something that's going to be a trilogy. I don't even know. It's Annabelle 3 was announced. No way! <laughs> yes! Annabelle 3! Yes. Oh, yes! <laughs> okay, so, um... 
Yeah, so at Comic-Con, Animal 3 was announced... Uh, I just lost it. Um, and I have a plot synopsis. So anyway, I was... Wow, they're really I've, far ahead. So I've been... Uh, ta- one of the first stories I brought up on the podcast was uh, how uh, they're, like, for some strange reason, creating a whole cinematic universe around the Conjuring movies uh, <clears throat> directed by James Wan. Uh, and to me, it was always just like, of all the things to have a, a cinematic universe around, <laughs> why this? And it started with, there's two Conjuring movies, uh, and those are the only ones directed by James Wan. Uh, and then the movie Annabelle came out, and the story I brought up was like, what the heck? There's going to be another Annabelle movie with it? And that one actually turned out to be all right, so it's <laughs> confusing me. And then, of course, The Nun is coming out. There's like another trailer for The Nun. Which when is I, The Nun coming out? September? September. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> there was like, there's more announced about that, but I didn't even look into it. I was just <laughs> like, uh, because I was more, I was more interested in, in this news. Um, and now there's an Annabelle 3. Um, it picks up with the Warrens, who is the, uh, the two, like, paranormal investigators from the Conjuring series, which makes me wonder, like, are they gonna, is this gonna feel a little bit more like a Conjuring movie, because it has characters from the Conjuring, which is kind of different, but, so it actually, uh, it's bringing Annabelle into, uh, they, they have, like, a room where they keep these, uh, uh, possessed, like, items, to keep like it's like a it's like a some kind of weird blessed room that they put <laughs> all of these evil artifacts in to keep them from being evil, um, and it takes place after Annabelle is placed into that room, so it can't do any bad anymore. <laughs> uh, but then uh, apparently the uh, apparently the the blessedness of the room stops working, so everything <laughs> in the evil room gets all evil and crazy. Something like that. I didn't say it word for word, obviously. But, um... So, I was really cynical about this and the first time I brought it up, but I realized that all of these Conjuring Universe movies are all by different directors, so I really have no frame of reference on whether it's <laughs> going to be good or bad. Um, Do you know if it's the same screenwriters or not? Or? The, uh... It looks like it is maybe the same writer there's a writer the per the guy who uh said the synopsis was gary doberman uh i do believe he might have written all of them i think but again it's kind of hit or miss whether they're good or bad uh but this one is directed by the guy who i believe wrote the script for it 2017 so oh that was one thing where i was like you know I'm I have a little faith when it comes when it comes to that, but um, yeah. Whether it's good or not, it's pretty oversaturated <laughs> movie franchise. You know they say that the Conjuring is the only cinematic universe to work after Marvel. Really? Yes. <laughs> work as in as in like as in it's successful. People like it. Okay, I have never really looked into how they're doing. Um, before, uh, so, but I bet they're doing well if they keep making them. Yeah, I hope that, uh, it's so well that Walter Hamada, who was, uh, a producer on a bunch of them, is now the head of the DCEU. Really? 
Because they figured out how to make a cinematic universe. I guess so. Wow. And we and um, yeah, I guess we're yeah. we won't know his plans for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I guess it makes sense because honestly, I really do think that the Conjuring is kind of one of the best horror movies that came out this decade. It's it in a lot of ways, it's kind of cheap and has it's like a jump scare type movie that a lot of really big into horror movie people might kind of scoff at because it's like a pop horror movie that's just <laughs> scary in all the, the basic ways and they might not see it as artful but i kind of found the first conjuring to be one of the great horror movies of this decade so uh in a way i'm glad that it's that that the cinematic universe is based around and not like paranormal activity or the <laughs> purge which i think are terrible movie franchise i that's the lows of horror movies to me um first purge <laughs> yeah i saw just the first well not the first purge but the first the purge original movie. purge the original <laughs> purge and i thought that was really stupid <laughs> i don't like the concept or anything and i have not kept up i mean again i i thought that annabelle creation was better than i expected so that's kind of why i've got my ear open a little more to like oh, they're making another one they've got some people on board that could make it good um but uh i don't know i guess it also depends on how if the nun is terrible i have less hope for that one but anyway <laughs> always interesting to see. it'll be interesting to see what the rotten tomato score for the nun will be yeah i yeah i'm gonna be keeping my eye out eye open for that um so yeah annabelle three i didn't yes. expect to see that uh, oh boy um, and I'm guessing it won't be in your top trilogies because that second or the first one. Yeah, I guess if you consider <laughs> the Annabelle trilogy starting with the first one, I thought I thought the first one is really cheesy and bad. <laughs> um, so no, <laughs> and Annabelle Creation was still just like it was good. I'd give it like a seven point five okay. out of ten. Um, so yeah. So there's going to be a new series developed at the CW, new superhero series. Really? Yes, because they just keep them coming. And the CW not streaming. Is yes, that... oh, thank oh. God. <laughs> it's also going to be part of the universe of Flash and Arrow. Nice. And it's going to be Batwoman. Oh. So Batman, Batwoman would air on the CW, and she's first going to appear in the, this year in the CW, CW's annual crossover. And as we've said so many times on this show... Greg Berlanti will be involved, <laughs> <laughs> along with Vampire Diaries' Carolyn Dries. So, Batwoman, a.k.a. Kate Kane, will be on the streets of Gotham and become a symbol of hope. And Batwoman in the comics is the first lesbian title DC superhero and will be the first gay title character of a live-action superhero series. Very so, nice. I don't know if you know that much about uh, Batwoman. This isn't Batgirl, Barbara, <laughs> yeah, this is Batwoman. I, yeah, I, I've, I've never... I've never read a Batwoman comic, and I, if I believe I'm right in saying there has never been an appearance of Batwoman in a film. <laughs> no. Uh, originally, she was in um, the comics in the 50s because, if I remember right, it's because there's this psychiatrist, Frederick Wortham, who was a nobody and tried to make money by scaring people, so he wrote this whole book, Seduction, and it's about why comic books are evil, and then that led to the Comics Code of Authority which is gone now, thankfully. <laughs> and it, I, if I remember right, I think they might have created her because 
They didn't want Catwoman to be in Batman comics anymore because they didn't want Batman's love interest to be evil. Oh, okay. so I guess that's why Batwoman was kind of created. And then okay. she kind of disappeared after the 50s. And then it's pretty recent. I think it's 2008 that she was brought back Oh, okay. in the comics. So she is a pretty recent character. Okay. Yeah. In I a see. way, this is this current version. Yeah. Even though they're both uh, uh, Kate Kane. Yeah, I mean, re- recent in the scope of comics. Yeah. Uh, so very cool that it's getting its own series. So, um... There is one dilemma that the show has. Okay. One dilemma. Okay. And it's also a dilemma that Supergirl had. Okay. Which is Batwoman has a problem of not being allowed to show Batman. Ah. So, although not necessary, not as necessary since she could just be inspired by Batman instead yeah. of Supergirl who was actually Superman's cousin. Yeah. Um... So there are, it's a, it's, it shouldn't be an issue. We should be allowed to have Batman in there since that Matt Reeves Batman movie, spoiler alert, is never going to be made. Yeah. <laughs> so there are, when looking at what Supergirl did before they were allowed to use Superman, there's a few things I think they did right that I'm just like, I think this could work for how to deal with the Batman issue. So one would be, and... It kind of seems like the show's not going to do this, but I would rather have the show be in a different city from Gotham, kind of like how Titans is going to be. Yeah. Where <laughs> she wouldn't just run into Batman, and and you wouldn't wonder why Batman isn't helping her. Yeah. Like, in Supergirl, she lives in National City, which is far away from Metropolis, so... Yeah. I mean, I can see your point with Supergirl that, like, from the little I know of that dynamic... They communicate frequently is yes. kind of what I was meaning to get at. So it's kind of hard to not have Superman in it. Uh, but with this, personally, I kind of don't necessarily think you need Batman because, I mean, she can be an independent superhero who is Bat-themed. I mean, and they've, has, meant, they've yeah. referenced Batman. She lives in Gotham. I yeah. Mean, it's got to come up. That's true. It's not necessarily like he's he's Batman's not as necessary as Superman was. Yeah. But it's a little bit like there's a little bit of a dilemma. Like Yeah. If there's another bat person running around, why wouldn't yeah. Batman go same, check up on her? Same city. Bat person running around. But like yeah. I wish like she lived in a different city. I wish Maybe sure. like it'll be like that's what will happen in the crossover and then she'll go to a yeah. different city. But, but I just wish she wasn't in Gotham. True, but in Gotham, don't you have the opportunity to run into the same villains? Well, that's another thing I think they should think about, which is, I don't think... You know, Supergirl doesn't use Luthor or Zod, which are two you know villains from yeah. the movies. And I think that they shouldn't use the big Batman villains, such as Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, Two-Face, Riddler, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, or Scarecrow. So, there's still a lot of Batman villains to use, like um, Scarface and Ventriloquist, <laughs> uh, Man Bat, um, the Mad Hatter. There's a bunch of Batman villains, but it's a little bit like, you can't use the Joker, because then it's going to be like, come on, Batman would come by to help out. True. He looks since... like an a-hole if he doesn't go by <laughs> I, to I help get, out. I get what you're saying. So, that's what, that's, that's, just, <clears throat> that's just what... How I think they should, I think they should avoid. Yeah. So in order for it to feel like it's in 
a Batman canon, it would be weird to not have Batman show up. Because I would, I feel like I would almost be able to like imagine like maybe there just isn't even a Batman. Like I, there's just which, <laughs> well, but they've referenced that Batman exists in this universe. Uh, like in what they've already shown of this TV show. Uh, well, it's connected to Arrow and Flash, and they've referenced okay. Bruce Wayne and Batman. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. um, I I think they should leave out the big villains. So I, you still have a bunch of great villains you can use what if they were like sort of a, a smaller part like a like a, a two-face in the dark no. night no okay no don't use them and i don't think warner bros will allow them to use them yeah i mean if they're not allowing gotham to call um jerome joker yeah they're not gonna be um well i do think there is a positive to what you're saying in that i think you can make Plus, give these other villains a chance. Yeah, that's to shine. exactly what I was gonna say. You could make some of these less utilized villains uh, have a really cool adaption of them. Like uh, they're not well known now, but you could make them iconic villains if you do yes. a good job. Like Supergirl has a, uses a bunch of lesser known Superman villains, which we'll yeah. talk about later. But yeah, <clears throat> so yeah, do stuff that you can't do in the movies. Yeah. So on Supergirl, the Flash has kind of taken Superman's role as a mentor to Supergirl, where they're in season one, which was before they were able to use Superman, they did like a crossover with Flash and Supergirl, and Flash was able to do stuff that Superman should have been able to do, like there's a moment where like he's giving her advice where, um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, Barry is telling Kara, like, you know, like it's easy for us sometimes to be able to fix stuff, but sometimes you just gotta slow down and just accept that you can't do everything yeah so maybe since we can't have batman maybe green arrow should take that role of true if ever she needs like advice or something like oliver queen has been doing this for six years so yeah it seems like um he can be the substitute because he basically is batman in this universe (laughs) just like how flash is basically superman in this universe yeah yeah that yeah that's good Uh, a good way to combine the uh to really make it feel like it's in the same universe too um, so, so, um, it's saying Gotham, which I think is a mistake, and I hope that she moves, I hope it's just the pilot she's in Gotham, and then she'll want to kind of create her own legacy, Yeah. but they do keep in Gotham. Do not have Batman killed off or retired, because we just had to suffer that Christopher Nolan crap, <laughs> no more, and if you're going to do it, have her be on like an alternate Earth. Um, like how Supergirl's on alternate Earth, where Batman doesn't exist. Where she's yeah. not on the same Earth as Green Arrow and Flash, but they can pop over whenever they need to. <laughs> yeah, convenient plot devices. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. <clears throat> All um, right. Sounds interesting. I'm I'm interested in a show like that. I don't know. A show like that that have five on the CW. So. Yeah, yeah, but this one will yes. be the one. No, <laughs> this, I, this will be the one. You're definitely right that I need to catch up. So, um, yeah. so do we want to close? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> the things I do because this stupid camera <laughs> with a rabbit hole. Is that? Yeah. Do we want to quickly do like three rabbit holes and then sure. we'll wrap it up and then we will try to speed through like we did not. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, oh, where is it? Okay. 
Oh, crap. Open up. There we go. Okay. What is a good scene in a movie you don't like? Oh. Hmm. So you don't like this movie, but this is a good scene. Since it's going to take some thought, why don't you get you dish yours first? Well, should I do the big four? The big four I dislike so much? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, it kills me to have to compliment some of these. Okay, yeah. so... Okay, first we'll do Man of Steel, which uh, I don't like it. But I do like the scene where like he flies for the first time. You see his first takeoff. Yeah. Uh, Superman Returns is another one I don't like. But I like um, the part the plane rescue thing that he does even though it was a repeat of the first movie but whatever <laughs> spider-man homecoming there's not a lot to choose from <laughs> but i liked the scene where peter goes to pick up liz and you and then he realizes it's vulture yeah that, that's good They're like the whole scene in the house is i'm just like why didn't what was it more of the movie oh finally it's getting interesting and then it's like oh well it's more <laughs> of this um I gotta say how much I hate the, um, if you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. It's just how how fall, how low we've fallen. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna kill you. I guess the scene where it's like Batman and Catwoman are on the roof, and then it's really crappy because you tell you can tell there's like a second cut out, so the camera suddenly just jumps. Like, it's moving and... Oh. Oh, yeah. So, that moment. <laughs> that moment. It was good for, like, ten seconds, and then Bane comes and walks, and then Batman's like, oh, crap, and then they just run away to yeah. the bat. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you can find good things in the things you don't it's like. tough, but... Uh, so, honestly, I was brainstorming, and I... I'm having trouble thinking of, like, I just, I don't really get that invested in disliking movies, but, um, I mean, I have a pretty e easy answer. It's one of the, it's one of my go-tos, but it's very predictable, and that is basically the Darth Maul fight in The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because... As I've basically decided as of recently, I think that's my least favorite Star Wars film. <laughs> it's really boring and weird. It is very boring. That's the thing that's kind of, I forget about it, is it's boring. Yeah, I mean, George talks about how this is a movie for kids. It's just like, oh, George, this is this is dull. It, like, opens with, a, like, a Trade Federation. <laughs> like, it's so boring. <laughs> but anyway. and Nothing happens! <laughs> parts of the Darth Maul fight sequence at the end feel off. Like, you, I can still tell it's not a good movie. Like, the weird, like, barriers thing, that's a weird plot thing. Like, that's part of why the prequels, yeah. seem, the prequels seem so convoluted. I don't know. Why is that in there? I don't know. Like, it's so weird. And also, like, I've noticed that the sound design feels really weird in that part. But anyway, the possibly one of the greatest pieces of music ever is during that fight sequence the um <laughs> duel of the fates duel of the fates um that is amazing didn't they kind of call back to that in solo they had they had that um they had the theme from that play when darth maul showed up 
I don't remember. I kind of noticed it. It was like a quick little... They did the same, like, uh, intervals. But, um... That, it's such an interesting fight, and Darth Maul is such a good character design, <laughs> unlike a lot of the other characters in the yes. prequels. Like, it, like Count Dooku, who's just a boring guy with a cape. Yeah. A brown cape, too. Yeah, Not, at, least, at least Snoke had a gold cape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. He has a bent lightsaber, too. What was that? Like, he left in the sun and it started to melt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, that, it, I, like... I just watch that scene sometimes. Like I'll just <laughs> I'll just go to YouTube and just watch that scene, and that's all I need. And I think from now on, I'm just gonna if I, if I watch through Star Wars movies, I'm just gonna watch that. You just, I don't, just yeah. that's all that matters. I can probably also skip Attack of the Clones. I really just yeah. need the Darth Maul of of those two movies. I really just need the Darth Maul fight. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great scene in yes. an otherwise not great movie. Okay, let's reverse it. What's a bad scene in a movie you like? Okay, I, I immediately thought of something that, like, sometimes I question, I, I said that, I even, I said that I really liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 more than most people, and I even at one point, and possibly still now, sometimes wonder if I like it more than the first one, um, especially for its emotional impact, but there's one short moment, and it'll just last for two seconds, that I think is so stupid. Two seconds? <laughs> and it's when he morphs into Pac-Man. That was so stupid to me. (laughs) I just, I was, come on. Um, But you were one of those people from the 80s, just like, my child is that. The thing is, the thing that made it so stupid to me is he already made the joke. He was already, I'm going to make a giant Pac-Man. And then, like, the joke already happened. So it felt (laughs) even extra stupid to me. Um, I I have kind of another one, which I mention all the time, which is in Wonder Woman, uh, when, uh, and for, for, the villain looked kind of cool, um, and then he, uh, takes his fingers and scrapes down the mat, like, showing his face. And I was, I didn't need to see your mustache so in there, cool man. so cool if he scraped the skin off his face. <sighs> yeah, that would be cool. But not that mustache. Plain yes. to see. Like, uh, I don't know. That, that was really weird to me. But, yeah. So that, I had quick answers There for. we go. Uh, what, did, did you, did you have some? Yes, I, I have I one. You do? Where... Yeah. I was interested in watching Batman Begins. Yeah. And there's a moment where I cringed. I was like, oh, this is so bad. Yeah. And it's the moment where Bruce's parents get shot. Oh, yeah. And Thomas turns over so calmly, but Bruce, don't be afraid. It's just like, oh, my God, you've been <laughs> shot. Just be dead. <laughs> just be dead. And then they do it in Batman vs. Superman 2. Martha. You know what I like about Tim Burton's Batman? Batman Forever in Gotham. Shot. Boom. Dead. That's all I need. <laughs> it's just, and then it's just like, Bruce, don't be afraid. It's just like, oh my god, guys, come on. Yeah. Hey, actually, you know, I, I have even another one. The original Star Wars trilogy is very pristine and amazing, and all three movies are great. But I personally think that the, uh, in, uh, Return of the Jedi, the uh, when they go into the bar and there's the band performing, feels very prequely. It's like the first time, that, especially in the uh, redone versions, uh, when they CGI in new characters <laughs> into the performance. Um, that's like where you first start getting like George George Lucas. I don't even remember who. I'm blanking directed, on which uh, one it was. Yeah, um, but 
it feels very George Lucas prequely, but it, uh, of course I've, I've... I'm blanking out, like... Yeah. Because uh, I watched the movies together, so they all kind of run together. Yeah. Uh, what one was it? What? What? Which which part when they walk into a bar? Or? It's in Return of the Jedi. Uh, oh, the... Um, oh, do day da Yeah, yeah. That's the one. And then there's the late I go away from And That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. There it is. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Classic Star Wars. <laughs> Even I love how like Boba Fett, his little antenna thing gets flipped too. Yeah, I mean the thing is the first yeah that the 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 first time I rewatched Return of the Jedi after many many years of not um, when I was first getting back into Star Wars and that scene came up I was like what what's going like, what am I hallucinating this is people people like this movie and you know, it's like right at the beginning so but then of course after that it gets amazing. Um, <clears throat> But then I had to, of course, go find the original cut of what that scene originally looks like, <laughs> and it's much more tolerable there. Uh, it's in fact, it's it's kind of fine there. It's not annoying. But yeah, the the edited cut of that <laughs> is really a trip. <laughs> yes. I, wow. Um, yeah. You know, this reminds me of a a really bad scene from a really crappy movie. So where it's <laughs> just so bad and bad. Just and bad and bad to where, um. I was watching in the theater first. I'm just going, oh my god! <laughs> it's from The Dark Knight Rises. Uh-oh. Knowing you haven't seen it in five years, would you like to bring it up real quick? Well, I haven't. You know, I haven't even seen it in six years. Oh yes, that's right. It's been <laughs> six years. Uh, what should I look up? Uh, type up Dark Knight Rises ending. Oh my god, his voice is so awful. Oh my god, so you can see his nose imprint on her too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Now I just want you to remember, this is the same movie in which a guy said to Bruce Wayne, I realized you're Batman, you want to know why? Because I look at your face and I see it in the mirror. You are me and I am you <laughs> for both orphans. <laughs> oh, okay. Same That's movie. That's the logic. That's also the... um. What everyone figures out, like Bane figures it out, we never f- realize how Talia figures it out when she just stabs him, and he looks. Ooh, did you? <laughs> did you think of another scene? <clears throat> I am so glad Arrow gave us a good version of Talia. Yeah, just search it. Okay. Okay, here it is. This. Yeah. I I do remember this scene. All right, pause it real quick. Oh, whoops. This guy is supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Yep. In the Am West show. He can solve riddles with Robin, okay? Yep. Now, watch, look at his face when he realizes who stabbed him and who is the real bad guy. Yeah. Should I just play it from here? Yeah. What? And he's still just like, oh my god. What? (laughs) And like, even when it cuts back, he's still so shocked. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, this. (laughs) 
Oh, this movie's so bad. <laughs> Wait, we should get to this scene. Okay, so this movie where I just was just like watching, just like, oh my god. You're like, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, Mr. White. I was just like, and my, my parents will always remember this scene because when, when I tried going back, they looked at me doing that scene because I was like, oh my god. The scene that we're about this to see. This scene that we're about to see. Now, just remember. The Joseph Gordon Levitt scene about how he figured out he was bad. Yeah, I remember that. I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Did you just see how just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thinking. Thinking. Wait. <laughs> Wait, did you want to see something even more bad? <laughs> okay. I think it might be at the end of here. Let's see. If, does this show him flying? Okay. Because this is the scene that I always think of when I think of bad things. Now, wait movie. until... Oh, a little bit back, back it up a little. Cause a little more. We have to wait until... Until like the building explodes and um oh yeah you know, well you can just keep it on because it's so bad like the okay look look how bad this is everything this is supposed to be the culmination of a trilogy yeah mind you oh my god here's the shot the worst shot <laughs> <laughs> Superman <laughs> four three. Did I ever tell you that this movie made me so angry? I've that, heard, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I typed up an ending. Oh, I wrote a, a story <clears throat> about the Dark Knight, about what happened later. Really? It's gone now, but I still remember what it was. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you what it was about? <laughs> sure. This could be the end. Yeah. When you're mad... You create art. Mm -hmm. And this is probably not art, but it was just like yeah. away from me. Be like, Ugh! Yeah. So, all right, here's what happens. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is set up and he becomes Batman, right? Yeah. So, he becomes Batman and he's just doing like a crappy job. He's just getting beaten up and Bruce is just in Italy with Selena just having fun. And she's wearing the mama's her his mom's pearls. And, like, um, everyone thinks that Batman is still around because it's Joseph Gordon-Levin in the suit. And then there's one scene <clears throat> where, Bruce, where Bruce and Selena are walking. And some guy comes up and says, I'll take the pearls that the lady's wearing. And Selena gets shot. Bang! Dead. And it, Bat Bruce is just like, oh, my God. I'll never, I'll never escape it. So then... Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is still Batman, and he's getting beaten up really bad by criminals, and Lucius is just like, hey, I know Bruce is alive to Alfred, and he's just like, go get Bruce, and Alfred's just like, no, I, I can't do it. <laughs> so then, all this news is coming that Batman is still around, and then there's some lady watching the news, and then she's just like, hey, honey, did you see this? And some guy walks and looks at the TV. And then he he get there's a low giggle, and he's and she's just like whoa, whoa what's so funny? And he goes <laughs> and he starts giggling oh, oh. and giggling and giggling.
because once once the Batman came back, so did the Joker, who this whole time had been living the same life. Yeah. So then he kills his wife, and then Gordon knows that the that the Joker is back, and so he calls um Batman who comes and Gordon's just like, Oh, you're just John Blake. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so uh, John Blake goes to fight the Joker, and Joker's just so excited because his buddy's back, and he's just like, wait a minute, you're not Batman. So during this time, Bruce has come to Gotham, and um, Lucius comes to him and says, like, hey, Blake is in trouble. He needs <laughs> your help. And then, like, um, Joker has a camera on him, you know, kind of like what happened... Kind of like, you know, how he did those videos on the TV? Yeah. So he has this thing. He is unmasked Blake as Batman. He's just like, I know this isn't the real Batman. Batman, <laughs> come here, or I'm going to kill your little friend. <laughs> so it gets Bruce to soup as Batman again, and he comes, and he f- goes to fight the Joker, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is just like, oh my god, you SOB. I thought you died. <laughs> I did this whole thing because I thought you died. And then Joker just shoots him right there, and John Blake is dead. And um, everyone, like Gordon, thought he was dead, and like Bat, and Joker is just like, um, I I love doing that. So you're Bruce Wayne, huh? And then um, he says something. I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, I wish I could have killed your parents myself. <laughs> so Batman's hat. He kicks him, pushes Joker out the window, and Joker falls to his death. And Gordon gets the gun on Batman and says, just like. My God, all this time, you were just a thug and a vigilante. You're not a hero. So then there's a all-points bulletin for Bruce Wayne, and everything <laughs> is going bad. So Bruce is just like, he um, gets rid of the bat suit, he like burns it, and he's just on the run. And like he goes to a part of Gotham, and like the cops are looking for him, everything is bad. And then a portal opens. And it's the Flash. And he comes in <laughs> with Superman, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Wonder Woman. And and um, Flash is just like, Bruce, someone screwed up your history. This is not the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> and what happens? It was Darkseid. And he mm. says that um, he tried to get rid of Superman. <laughs> but even then, there was still the one hero that inspired everyone else. It was Batman. So he changed one thing about Batman's past. What was the one thing? Rachel worked for Darkseid. So oh. Rachel was really a secret evil alien. And then it leads to Flash and Batman going back it. So then what happens is once Batman figures it out, he like kind of um under his like um it's supposed to be like under his clothes like you Instead of being the Dark Knight Batman, he's like um, the Batman from the animated series. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fake Batman. This is the real Batman now. Yeah. Suits up, goes back in time, defeats, um, stops Rachel and her mother, who are really just working for under Darkseid's control from going to Wayne Manor. Yeah. And the final <laughs> scene is... Um, like Alf is like Flash saying like um, I'm sorry about what happened to Rachel and just like it doesn't matter it wasn't real and it just ends with him staring at his parents through Wayne Manor and then he just goes back to the present where everything is normal again. Wow. Well, that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds more like a whole movie rather than the ending. Yes. Well, <laughs> you maybe just a movie you do instead of the Dark Knight. Yes. Rises. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you have to have that so you can get to there. Okay, so it's like a giant play. You do like a fourth movie and it's yes. a giant like gotcha. 
Gotcha. Yeah, very good. <laughs> so, yes, we do have one last rabbit hole question to ask. All right. Of all the characters' first appearances in comic books, what one would you like to own? Like, Meaning you actually the first own the issue first of issue of this character. Um, it can be hero, villain, anyone. Oh, villain. But, I mean, the thing with this is, like, of course I'm going to pick something that isn't a very original answer because that <laughs> it's a more iconic <laughs> issue. So it would be between um, Batman and Spider-Man. Uh, part of me thinks Spider-Man because, like, I'm so, I know that cover so well, the Amazing Fantasy cover, that it would... Uh, and I do like that issue. I don't know if I've ever read the, uh, like, Detective Comics, like, first... Batman. Like, I don't know if I've I ever... believe you can get it for free on the DC Comics digital app. Hmm. They, and they also have that for Superman issue one, which reprinted the first four issues of Action Comics. Oh, yeah. Let's see if it... Let's, I could check real quick. So, which one are you leaning towards right now? I mean... I mean, <clears throat> if, if you were talking to me from, like, uh, like 2000 or something I would have definitely said Detective Comics because uh, I was really into like researching what the first comics of superheroes was and I thought that that one looked so cool but uh, now the nostalgia leans me more towards Amazing Fantasy uh, Amazing Fantasy 15 is that what it is? Yeah. Um, and I kind of think that I'd just oh, like to see that hanging on my wall. Yeah, for free if you download the DC Comics digital app. That's a, that is a cool cover, too. I, I think I'm going to go with Amazing Fantasy 15 for what I'd own. And, uh, yes, I'd be able to sell it for a, a fortune. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it would look good on my wall, too. Unless <clears throat> um, your uncle or something comes by and says, like, Hey, man. I'd use a toilet, man. He's starting to read. <laughs> he just, it's like all like sealed and everything. Like, you know how like it yeah. has like the CGSG grade or whatever. Right. And then he just rips it up. And he's like, I use. And then <laughs> like, um, you go to your uncle and like you come back. It's like, what? What did you do? It's just like, I got to bring the coupons. It's like, they expired 50 years ago. I don't care. I have them. I'm going to use them. <laughs> the store doesn't, store doesn't <laughs> give it to me. I go be the customer no more. You know? Now shut your mouth and you don't get this Toys R Us coupon. I think I would have it framed on a wall <laughs> and not um, yes. near a, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> not just sitting out. What would you choose? Would it be Detective Comics? Yes, Detective yeah, Comics 27. Although my second choice might be De Batman number one, which is the first appearance of yeah. Joker and Catwoman. Really, both? Yes. What do you think has the coolest cover art of a first issue probably detective okay because part of me part of the reason i was kind of going amazing fans because i really like that cover yeah <laughs> um uh the first superman is a great cover too you know with him lifting the car oh yeah yeah i've seen that a lot in uh all discussions of things comic books yes every probably every comic book documentary or thing about it, it will show that <laughs> like, yes um so yeah, they recreated in Superman Returns. There's like a scene oh. where he's doing it really? like that. <clears throat> Very nice. So yeah, I'll let you know if I ever am in possession of an Amazing Fantasy issue 15. Yes, let me yeah. know, and Definitely. then let me know when you're not home. Yeah, let me know whether your spare key yeah. is. Yeah, I'll, I will. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't. 
Did you say? Did you? Were you not able? Oh yeah, you did find. Yeah, your, I ended uh, up finding it. Like just a few days ago. Cause oh, <laughs> you're just like. Yeah, well, the thing is, I literally. Now. I was thinking like, oh, I'll just like rebuy it on eBay or something. I couldn't find it. Like I can't find. I'm pretty that sure exists. it should just be on Barnes and Noble. Dot com. It's possible that maybe it has like a different cover. It does now have a different cover now. Like it's more painted. Okay, that might have been why I didn't really see the same thing. It's hardcover now. It's more expensive now. Yeah. <laughs> it went from like twelve bucks to to thirty. Yeah. Well, they can. Yeah, the people will buy it. So. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's what that's what I'd go for. There it is. is that a is that an ep- is that an episode? Is yes, that a part two? I think that's a wrap for part two. Well, uh, guess what? San Diego defi- Comic Con episode. <laughs> yep. There's definitely going to be a part three from here because we yes. still have a lot more to yes, talk about. We're gonna rush and through, I, guys. Yeah. I and the thing is, I th- I probably only have a couple more topics, but they're kind of the ones I wanted. I was I was saving them, but me now too. It's like, me too. Uh, so we'll let's say stay tuned for the next episode I'm so of full Comment of Regret section. now by going those ones first. Yeah, we're so uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Catch part three. It's been a it's been a good run, and as always, keep falling down that rabbit hole.